Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Welcome back, Nicole. How's the uh, spring weather back there treating your ponies? Oh, it is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely gorgeous. When it's not raining, but you know what? I'll take the nice days when I can get them. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, summer's just around the corner, enjoying our nice spring. Today, we're revisiting this again to this percent NSC because, again, it is such a big topic and, it, and it's really, uh, you go to the message boards on, on Facebook or online and other places, you hear people talking about this. It's such a concern. I, I, I guess, again, from your perspective as the nutritionist, why do we care so much about this percent NSC in a horse feed? Yeah, we're we're talking about this today. I don't I think we've talked about this in pieces in lots of different episodes, but like today we're going to do some math. Like we're going to get real <laughs> specific on the percentage. But the reason that it comes up so often is that as a group, horse owners, nutritionists, we've definitely learned so much about the impact of sugars and starches on the horse over the last, I would say, 30 years and certainly accelerated within the last 10 years. And we've realized there are a number of diseases, disorders that are either exacerbated by or in some cases even driven by feeding really high NSC, so sugar and starch diet. And even a healthy horse doesn't thrive on that sweet feed corn oats barley diet that we traditionally fed so as a group we've become so much more aware of this problem and therefore are making feed decisions based on this information and part of what happens i think sometimes is we become so aware of one component that we maybe forget to zoom out and look at the total picture which i'm hoping this podcast today will help us as horse owners do Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I was preparing for this podcast and and I was on the tribute site and, and looking at the feed and trying to figure out different NSC values, where can owners find that information? And, and is Tribute the only company publishing that? I know, and I don't know how to say this, but I know there's certain companies that hide that information from, from their consumers, maybe the poor quality feed. Ah. Uh- Oh, man, we're throwing punches today. Now, um, (laughs) so there are a number of products that share this information. There are a number that do not. So sometimes you have to contact a company and ask them for that information, whether or not they will share it. If it's not already listed, I don't know, but that's something you can certainly ask. You do see an increasing trend, and we did this. We've shared that value for a long time. It's been on our website. When we did a tag redesign recently, we went ahead and actually put it on the guaranteed analysis as well to make it just really easy to find that information. So we've been sharing it for a long time, and we just want to make it super easy for horse owners to find. So now on all of the products you will see in the guaranteed analysis, so that is on the bag, it will say, you know, percentage starch, percentage sugar. That is that information that we're talking about when we talk about NSC in horse feed. Yeah, and I I don't mean to throw punches. I'm just being transparent. That's not everybody is transparent in their horse feeds. And, and you know, it's like, you know, why aren't they? The question is, should they be putting that because it's such a big issue? And I think you will. You'll see, you'll see more and more companies doing that. Now, 
concentrates, you know, can you just give some examples of a low and a moderate? Because really, the high NSC days are long gone. I think in our energy podcast, you talked about a study where they were feeding like 60% NSC, corn, heavy oats. Those days are long gone. But what do you consider, I guess, uh, the, the range values of a low, moderate, maybe even high NSC diet? Yeah. Okay. So that's a little bit tricky. Um, high, definitely your traditional feeds, your sweet feeds, your corn oats, barley, easily above 50% NSC. And to give some context, it, it's a function of the ingredients. So straight oats, on average, 54% sugar plus starch, corn, 75% sugar and starch. So when you have ingredients that are that high, that make up the predominant part of the mix, obviously the total amount will be high. There's no real consensus on percentage-wise what low, medium, and high is. I think, you know, we have established in hay that for horses with metabolic syndrome, for example, we would like the hay to be definitely less than 12%, ideally less than 10% NSC. But that doesn't necessarily compute directly to concentrates because of the way we feed them. And you have to remember, hay is hay or pasture, the bulk of the horse's diet. You're thousand pound horse, so we feed it 2% of its body weight. That's 20 pounds of forage per day compared to anywhere from a pound of ration balancer to four to 10 pounds on the high end of some sort of full concentrate. So kind of some super rough things that you think about. Um, you know, traditionally kind of in feed industry speak, we thought less than 20% NSE we would call low because it was low compared to what we were making, you know, decades ago. Today, I would say most horse owners would consider something between 15 to 20 percent to be a moderate NSC feed. Below 15 percent is, I think, what generally we would kind of consider to be a low NSC feed. And it's harder to get to those low numbers just because, remember, there's no such thing as zero percent NSC. All of those ingredients have a base level that we're relying on so much more fat and fiber, like good quality fiber ingredients that are low NSC to formulate today, that there's been a big shift on kind of what is generally offered. Okay. Now, when I'm looking at feeds, I'm on Tribute site and, and I was looking at you know, Essential K and, and some of those and looking at the NSC values, I guess w- comparing them, what is that telling me? The percent NSC in those feeds? Yeah. So percent NSC is always per pound. So when you, you know, look at that number on your guaranteed analysis, you combine sugar plus starch. We'll use essential K as that example. Combined, it is 12 and a half percent sugar and starch. So that's our NSC. And the reason we're focused on both of them is because metabolically the horse is responding the same way. So it just breaks the starch into sugar and then it uses that starch as sugar, which kind of little fun history note. If you look at the original research, it was all focused on starch. And so it was low starch, low starch, low starch, ignored sugar. And then we went, oh, we got to look at those both together. So sometimes I still find people who are like, well, I want the numbers separate. Tell me what the starch is. And not that that number isn't important, but again, you really need to look at both of them together. So percent NSC is the amount of sugar and starch per pound of a specific product. And if you, Chris, were picking a feed for your horse that has some sort of issue that requires you to minimize sugar and starch in its diet, it has equine metabolic syndrome, it has PSSM type 1, it's just crazy and you want to keep the sugar and starch in its diet low because it's hyperactive. If 
a feed was comparable in every other way. Specifically, honestly, the calorie content. And, and I don't encourage people to look at like the calorie to calorie number. There's issues with that. But just look at what's the fat, what's the fiber between these two feeds. And if they're both 8% fat, similar fiber levels, then it would be easy to say, let's go with the product that has less sugar and starch in it because that best fits the needs of my horse. And you're making the assumption that product A and product B, let's say product A is 13.5% in a C, 8% fat. That is calm and easy. If it had all the same specs as product B that was higher NSC, you'd think, you know, between A and B, the lower NSC one makes sense because we're going to feed them at roughly the same feeding rate. Where things get tricky is a lot of times we're not comparing products that are going to have the exact same feeding rate. They may be designed to be fed differently. So a ration balancer versus a full intake concentrate. Or maybe they're just calorically different. It's, it's not fair to just look at NSC when one product is 6% fat and the other is 10% fat because you'll feed less of the 10% fat, which goes back to this concept that the percent is valuable information, but percent is not what the horse biologically responds to. Biologically, it's responding to the grams or pounds of sugar and starch intake per meal. That is what actually drives your insulin response. So when we're making those comparisons, if they're essentially equivalent, perfect, go with the lower NSC one. If they are not essentially equivalent, now we got to do math. And, and now that's kind of what we can talk through, I think, to really help with a practical example. And again, it's having to look at the total picture. No, I, I see where you're, I see where you're going. And, and, and you're right. So when you're feeding a ration balancer, again, we're feeding one to two pounds, right, per meal. And then if you're feeding calm and easy, it could be up to up to five. We don't feed more than five pounds in any one sitting, but up to t 10 pounds a day, right? Like that's high intake, higher intake feed comparatively to a ration balancer, right? Yeah, uh, yeah okay. absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yep, yep. Now. All right. The math. Some examples. Can you give some examples of this? Okay, so trying to figure out the total NSC intake of a, you want to make it a meal or a day of, of two comparable feeds? Yeah, so let's yeah. go per day. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you an example that's come up recently a lot. So we launched a new product, Seniority Low NSC, and like, as you can expect, people are like, low NSC. Yes, we want it. We love it. It's 10% NSC, which is amazingly low. And actually, I think, honestly, in the next couple of weeks, let's, let's do an intro to that okay. product because yep, we haven't yep. talked about it before. But it is a full intake concentrate. So it is 10% NSC, 6% fat. It's designed to be fed at a minimum of four pounds per day to meet the horse's essential nutrient needs the amino acids, the vitamins, the minerals. So remember, four pounds per day, and it's 10% NSC. And the question that comes up is, I've been feeding Essential K because it is your lowest NSC product. It was the lowest one we had in the line before seniority, low NSC. And it's 12.5% NSC. So you, that one's better, right? The seniority, low NSC. 
And this is not a better or worse discussion because, as you've mentioned, ration balancers. So essential K is a ration balancer, highly concentrated in nutrients, designed to be fed at very low quantities. So the math. Essential K is 12.5% NSC, minimum recommended feeding rate of one pound per day. So we would take one pound and multiply that by 12.5%, which gives us 0.125 pounds of NSC intake from our concentrate, or 57 grams of NSC intake from that daily amount of essential K. That's not a lot. A half not a lot. No, uh, no uh, tiny. Yeah. 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 And and remember, that's the, that's the lowest NSC way you can feed a horse is with a ration balancer. But seniority low NSC is designed to provide calories and nutrients. So it has that minimum recommended feeding rate of four pounds. So we take our four pounds and we multiply it by 10%, which gives us 0.4 pounds of NSC intake per day or 181 grams of NSC intake. So that seniority low NSC, it's lower on a percentage basis. But when we take into account the feeding rate, you're actually feeding more sugar and starch with that 10% NSC product compared to the 12 and a half of essential K. It's a little over three times more NSC intake from that seniority low NSC, even though it's lower on a percentage basis. And the mistake that can happen when you are so intensely focused on NSC, which you should be, right? We, we want to minimize it. The horse has an issue. We know we want to keep it low. But if you picked a product just based on NSC percentage and you'd been feeding one pound of essential K and your horse has been doing well, and you switch to one pound of seniority low NSC to decrease that NSC intake, we would decrease it a tiny bit, a couple grams. But we would also be losing 75% of the essential nutrients that it's designed to provide because the minimum is four pounds per day feeding rate. Makes okay, it makes absolute sense. And now I, I it, it, yeah, it ties the, the, I guess, the concept of this whole podcast together because you see that 10%, and you're like, okay, I want that one. I have a metabolic horse. I do not want to feed a lot of NSC. Oh, but I got to feed more of it. Well, you're, you're giving them more sugar and starch. You know, stick with the essential K, stick with the ration balancer that's been working well for you. Yeah, absolutely. If that is appropriate calorically for your horse. So if you have an easy keeper, you 100% should be feeding the ration balancer. You only need a pound of it per day unless the horse is working really hard, which is kind of rare for the metabolic horse. Mm. So a pound of it per day provides all of the essential nutrients, very low calorie, and then they're maintaining their body condition just on forage alone. They don't need extra calories. That's not the case with every horse that is metabolic or has PSSM or, or whatever reason we're trying to keep sugar and starch low. So seniority low NSC is fantastic because it provides a product for horses who need additional calories in their diet, but we still want to keep NSC low. Perfect fit for that. It's just, again, big picture, it's not the fit for the easy keeper who only needs a pound of feed because you're sacrificing nutrition to decrease your NSA, NSC intake by a tiny bit. Tiny bit. And 
to throw in a curveball to kind of take this home, forage. So let's say I'm feeding 2% of forage per day to a thousand pound horse. So that's 20 pounds of forage at a, let's just say you said 10% NSC hay. That's two pounds of NSC sugars and starches that they're getting, right? 10%. Yeah. So, you know, and then I don't know what the grams are is that, but it's a lot of grams. <laughs> 908, okay. Chris, okay. Okay. as, as you're doing that example. Yeah. 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 So, you're exactly right. So we, we absolutely should be worried about the NSC coming from the concentrate of these horses who are sensitive. It's part mm-hmm. of their diet mm-hmm. we can control. But... It's for most of these horses, the tiniest portion of their diet. So recognizing that the majority of your sugar and starch intake, it's mostly sugars from forages, but coming from your forage. So your example, 20 pounds of hay, that is super low NSC, only 10% is still 908 grams of NSC intake compared to the 57 grams you'd get from that one pound of essential K or the 180, I believe was the number. Yes, 181. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that we get from seniority low NSC. So it's all about the big picture. So we find a product that overall fits the caloric needs of our horse. We make sure we can feed it at the minimum recommended feeding rate because their need for vitamins and minerals does not go away when they are sugar and starch sensitive. And then we think about how can I control the sugar and starch intake from their forage that might be testing or hay that would be using a grazing muzzle or not putting them on pasture at all, particularly during these lovely spring days. So those are things that we want to think about as well. But ultimately, you know, I would encourage everyone to definitely look at the NSC. Okay. I'm not saying ignore that, but always remember that the context that we need to take it in is how many pounds of this feed will I feed a horse per day? Mm-hmm. Well, if people have questions, because that's it's complicated, you know, the, when you start throwing in math and you start figuring out, okay, they're getting nutrients from here, 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 and here, make sure they have a balanced site. Where can they go? Ah, okay. So if you listen to that math and you're like, I am not following it in this, you know, podcast format, we do have an accompanying article. So you can see that on all our social feeds, as well as our tributequinenutrition.com website. So I wrote an article that does that exact we talked about today. In addition, um, at all of those outlets, you can also request a personalized equine feeding plan. And we can help you find a total diet that's going to minimize sugar and starch intake while meeting the rest of your horse's needs, whether that's essential K, seniority, low NSC, maybe it's calm and easy. It depends on the situation, but we have flexible options. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And, you know, to our listeners, thank you. You know, thank you for following us and thank you for all the comments and feedback. Thank you to those that have gone and given us five-star reviews on iTunes and now Spotify. That one's really starting to trend. If you haven't yet, if you just do us a big favor, if you're finding this information useful, we're making your lives better, your horses, your ponies' lives better. Please, if you don't mind, just giving us a quick five-star review, some nice comments. It's helping us circulation. We're getting picked up by, you know, top equine podcasts, those things. So we really appreciate it so much. And stay tuned next week. We're going we're gonna to go in a different direction. So stay tuned for that. Thanks so much, Chris. <laughs>